0: leadership huddles welcome everyone i am patricia marseille and you have joined me for a few minutes in talking through conscious leadership ultimately speaking about leading with intention understanding the spaces that we are leading causing leadership in others and humanizing the way in which we lead others So it's coming back to connection and coming back to helping people grow in their expertise in life once again. With that said, on today's episode, we are talking about leadership huddles and what in the world is happening with them. (laughs) So let me clarify as to what leadership huddles are. You know, when you first turn on your computer and you want to see how your day is going and you look to the calendar. And as soon as you open it up, you see all of these meetings that have been placed on your calendar. Some you've agreed to, some that are waiting for your confirmation and others that maybe your admin has uh, agreed to uh, that are on your calendar. And lastly, the steady cadence, those that show up every week, every month, every day. So what are those meetings? I note them as leadership huddles, the grouping of leaders from different organizations and different departments to come together and talk through a thing, the huddle. Hello, and welcome to The Conscious Leader. I am Patricia Marseille, known for conscious leadership, which is ultimately leading with intention. Jumping out of planes simply to seek truth in conflict, where others see a crack in the wall and want to solve the crack, I ask the question, do we even need the wall? I'm also an executive at the Walt Disney Company. I work in supply chain. I'm a leader in diversity and inclusion, and I'm often requested as a mentor in executive talent development and self-mastery. So what I'd love to dive into today is in the space of the intro that you heard, which is leadership huddles. Leadership huddles are those spaces where Individuals are coming together for those slew of meetings that we have placed on our calendars. The set notions that we are going to get together and have a discussion on a specific topic or thing, and together, we will look to address it. The leadership huddle. But the question is, what is happening when it comes to the leadership huddle? I kind of put it in the analogy of sports. When you look at most of the big sports in the world, they are all centered around huddles. And I should preface, I am speaking about team sports, not sports where it is only driven by an individual's outcome, but it is driven driven by a team effort. So when you think of sports like soccer, football, basketball, rugby, those sports require team huddles. And each huddle has a different meaning, has a different intention, has a different agenda and outcome. When you're in the locker room, That huddle is all pretty much everyone being in their state or condition, totally relaxed. It is more about maintaining and building rapport with one another, ensuring that you are connected, that you understand the mindset of the peer beside you, that you understand what is the emotional state of the coach today, the The key leader in the group. What is the tenor of the engagement of the coach and the, um, the side, the, uh, what do you call them? The second heir to the coach, I guess. I'm not sure what he's called, but, um, but that individual, his support, who's there as well and when you start to look around in the locker room you start to pay attention to what is going on with your other teammates what's their emotional state what's their mental state will this individual be able to go ahead and perform at the highest level and provide that ultimate outcome so in the locker room it is simply building rapport it is looking to see the measure of, or it's measuring where everyone is, is checking in in that space. And when you see something is off, you go and build that emotional rapport and help that individual process their space a little differently, so that when you show up as a team out there, on the field, on the court, that you are showing up together, united with the same mission and vision in mind so that's one huddle the second huddle is when you are actually out on the field or out on the court it's right before the game begins and the team is getting together and you are building each other up to go ahead and step into the arena you're building each other up to lean into the game in the most optimal way That's the second huddle, which that second huddle is like a key project that you are working on. A a key, well, we'll leave it there, a key project that the entire team is working on. And that huddle can consist of your peers, your team, your partners, your clients. It all depends on the grandeur of the project. So that's the second huddle. Then you have the third huddle. That third huddle is the one where the strategies are thrown. This is the one in which the coach starts to speak about what do we do next. These, This is the way we're going to lean into the project. This is the way we're going to lean into this game. This is the way in which we're going to kick this off. <clears throat> So that's that third huddle. The fourth huddle is the one where everyone is in the midst of the game. The coach is no longer involved in the play details. The coach is leaning on the captain of the the group and the team to be able to drive the mission. And so on court, The captain of the team is calling out plays, is calling out strategies. Yes, it is from the overall directive of the coach, but in the play, it is the captain who is able to call it within seconds as to what the pivot needs to be and how the team needs to flow in order to still meet the outcome because the coach has identified the outcome, but the team and the captain drive the strategy on how that outcome is met. So there may be some pivots required. There may be some disruptions on the court. There may be some disruptions in the field. There may be some disruptions in the project that would then cause each player to pivot and shift a little differently than what was planned in order to meet the outcome. Huddles. All of them are leadership huddles. Each one has a different tenor, has a different outcome, has a different agenda. But it seems that in the corporate space today, in most companies today, corporate and non-corporate alike, Meetings after meetings after meetings are being held with no identified, unified outcome, agenda, tenor for the meetings, for these leadership huddles. People are coming together and having conversations on, hey, what are we doing today? What did we do yesterday? almost like check in points, things in which they are looking to see what is going on with a project, uh, how is it that people are leading into that project, really the types of conversations that don't require a meeting in order for it to be had. If they're having a conflict in trying to get a project completed, the conversation isn't really based on addressing the challenge. The conversations are walking around the challenge because individuals are looking at so many other dynamics in play in the meeting that no one is actually addressing the main issue at hand. So what happened to our leadership huddles? This conversation is to bring it all back, to really bring the focus back to a conscious state of being when it comes to leading our worlds. We leaders are the ones who set the tenor of the play. And so it is about ensuring that each huddle is clear to all of the players what happens in each one of these spaces. When we're in the locker room, yes, it is about building rapport. It is about the team coming together and doing that check-in looking at what's going on with individuals, mental health, emotional state, physical state, and ensuring that we're all still playing in this space at our highest and best versions of ourselves. And when we move out of that collective space of building rapport, the grounding and the foundational space of teams and groups, and we move into that second huddle where we start to go towards the field, go towards the court, where that second huddle is about keeping the focus, driving the conversation about this project, raising the energy around this key thing that we are going to address together. When it comes to that initial collaboration kickoff, is that huddle clear? Making that huddle clear to everyone, this is about how we lean into this new thing, this new project, this new year, these new strategies, this new initiative. That is that huddle. And ensuring that that huddle is infused with what it's supposed to be infused with, the energy, the fun energy, the aspirational energy, The heart centered vision that is around the big why of this strategy or this project that we are going after, and standing in certainty that everyone is committed to that why and to that outcome. Then, as we move into that second, that third huddle, that third meeting that's being had, is the agenda clear? Is it clear to everyone that this huddle is to actually speak about the strategies and the plays that are at hand? How we're going to lean into this project? How it is that we are going to pivot from the last or pivot further into where we need to go? And then when that fourth huddle comes, where we are talking about what key pivots do we need to do where you're sitting in that space and you are discussing distinctions but everyone in the team everyone in the group knows that that huddle is about looking for the distinctions that will help the entire team excel so it means that peers are able to speak into other peer spaces, there's peer on peer coaching that happens, where vulnerability is a superpower, where individuals are not afraid to actually speak into each other's spaces and receive the information. Because the conversation is not directed at an individual. The conversation is directed at the play. So when you think about it in the same sports analogy, it's not this individual is showing up this way and so we can't get this done. The conversation is this role needs to pivot a little so that it does this in order to get this done. Because if you follow that space in that way, you will see that the other player on the other side will pivot towards that and then we will be able to get the win. So it's helping people see what they don't see. And that's where you're leaning into distinctions. But those distinctions require a group conversation, a group effort. Yes, the captain is the one who's leading the dialogue about what distinctions do we need to note but it is the players who are chiming in on what distinctions that they've paid attention to or if they've noticed that could help move the play further. And it's the same in projects. So it is not the executive or the ultimate lead of the bigger group that is highlighting the distinctions or highlighting the conversation for distinctions in that fourth huddle. It is actually the managers it's the leaders of the smaller teams. The direct report leads are the ones who are having those conversations on distinctions and being able to speak through that space. But if everyone was clear about each one of those huddles, think about how much faster, how much. Um, Better the energy would be and how much clarity there would be in each one of your meetings, or I should say each one of our meetings, with that type of clarity, with that type of understanding in the intention of each meeting and the outcome that is being sought after, that everyone is aiming for. <sighs> the beauty of leadership Huddles. When you are clear on what the agenda is, when you are clear on the intentional outcome of each specific huddle and what is supposed to happen at each one of those spaces, then every single attendee will attend that session knowing what they are bringing to the table and ensuring that they do it's beautiful conscious leadership so that is all i really wanted to share with you guys for now this is my very first podcast release for which i will absolutely have more to come this one is probably not going to be that long um, for the simple fact that I really just wanted to begin with trying this out, sharing the thought. I've had many, many years uh, in leadership uh, going on two decades, and a lot of my experience has caused me to want to give back and to share truth and to really just Be a part of elevating leadership, elevating leadership consciousness, elevating leadership at cause, elevating how we connect and empathize with one another, and elevating leaders when it comes to our peer groups and how we share and when we share and what we share. So I hope you enjoyed this time together. I plan to share many more episodes with you. Some will be longer than others. Today was simply an introduction, and I hope that you found this information useful and energizing for you. Please feel free to leave me a comment, especially a voice note. I'd love to hear if there's anything within what I've shared that really struck a chord. Um, that cause you to think about your space a little differently, that cause some consciousness within you and help you to elevate your leadership and just drive things a little differently. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Bye for now. And remember, no matter what you do, take care of you.